0: hey everybody welcome back to quotes and stuff with the kennedy brothers or bros bro broski br- brothers bro Brewski's br- no <laughs> yeah. bras yeah that's uh, the podcast where we talk about
1: movies comics tv shows uh i'm your host nate uh opening question week out for today what's the worst injury or an injury that you sustained that was that was really bad uh i guess i'll go first you know, I was thinking about talking about when I broke my leg and it was uh, TJ's fault. But, <laughs> Man, you don't even remember that. <laughs> but I was two, so I can't remember any physical pain. But the, uh, the injury I will go with was when I was about 10 or 11, we were at a family reunion. And coming into the family reunion was this like giant hill. And so we had these little, uh, they're like the little goat, not go-kart things, but it's like the little carts where you can put your feet on like the middle, and then you can ride down them. So we <laughs> were uh, racing with those down the hill. I remember going down. I hit something in the street that caused me to swerve, but along the edge of the road were these big rocks, and I crashed into those rocks, fell off, <laughs> scraped up my knees really bad, and then I have scars on my knees from Ooh. it. So. Well, and let's be clear about this, though. Nate, while he's careening out of control, has the option to just fall off onto the soft grass (laughs) but Nate chose to dive back onto the road I don't choose to dive back on the road I hit the rock and fell into the road yeah he didn't have to hit the rock either that was also a choice (laughs) but TJ there's (laughs) not really much room on those things to a dive off of you're like sitting Mm -hmm. like they were meant for like Seven-year-olds, so so we and like you were like I don't know, like thirteen or fourteen.
0: We were, we were not meant to be using them, but we did. He but was all in. It was all in. He's like a like a NASCAR driver out there. <laughs> you die. You die with glory. Formula One baby. Yeah.
1: But anyways, I'm joined always by my two brothers. Uh, hello, I am TJ. Um, my worst injury story, or just an injury story. I don't get injured too often, actually. But the uh, <clears throat> it probably would be when I was. Let's see. I was 6. I was just learned how to ride a bike, a two-wheeler without the training wheels, and I was not very good at it. Um and I uh, was going a little hard one time or something and I fell off and I I munched up my knee really really bad. I like it felt like there was a hole there and I'm pretty sure I still have some rocks in my in my <laughs> ACL. Um but I remember mom and dad were gone for some reason and I was crying and our, our older sister was babysitting us, or that poor woman. She and Rachel had to deal with so much. Um, I thought you hit your or Is this with your face in the brick, or is that a different story? No, it's a different story. Because it, I was about to say, I'm like, I think you have the most injuries out of all of us. Maybe, maybe. Probably. And so then, but I remember Rachel to help me feel better went and got one of the 4th of July popsicles. We, we weren't were supposed nice. to have them until the Fourth of July, but I got to have one a little early because I was crying and dying. <laughs> were they uh, otter pops? No, no, no. These are like, like the, real, the, the real. Oh, the, this this is the real, real thing. The, big the, big the red, popsicles. white, and blue pops. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: America. Naive. Did that help you stop crying, TJ? Uh,
1: maybe. I don't think so. I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I have had a lot of injuries now that I think about it. Okay. But we'll have to do another
0: podcast on my numerous injuries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is my, my, am I up now? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Christian, and mine was the the first one that came to mind. I don't know if this is my, my worst one, but I remember I was walking home from school one day uh, from high school, and i had a really really bad migraine that day so the day wasn't going well already and uh, i probably did had like a lot of calculus homework and i'm like oh so the, the day wasn't great <laughs> and uh, i was walking past this parking lot and there was uh, like a constru like a construction uh blocking i don't i don't even know what it's called to tell you the truth but some construction equipment thing that was blocking um, this parking lot, so you couldn't get out of the parking lot. And uh, a driver was trying to get out, and they're like, "Hey, you, move that move that piece of equipment, so I can so I can get out of the way." And it wasn't like a like a big piece of equipment, but it was just something so people yeah, could park, yeah it was blocking right? the path. And uh, I'm like, okay, sure, because the person was screaming at me, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And mm-hmm. so I go and I'm I go to move it, and it has like this this metal clip, so it's like it can like uh, basically slice your finger. Right. And so I, I go to move it and it like clips my finger. Right. And it slices my finger like right open. And I see like this white puffy stuff coming out of my finger. And I'm like, that is not supposed to be coming out of my finger and it's bleeding profusely. And it felt absolutely horrible. And, um, I, I basically like, you know, couldn't do anything. I still have a scar on my, on my finger from it too. And oh. I couldn't just like, I couldn't do anything with my, it was on my thumb. I couldn't do anything with that finger for Months and months after, because it was just, it was so bad and it looked just utterly gruesome. And oh. yeah, it was, it was not fun. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know that. that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. No, yeah. I, I, I didn't really say I guess, anything about uh, it. I probably should have gone and got it stitched up. Uh, but sure I was yeah, just, I was really, I was really mad that day because I'm like, this person's screaming at me out of migraine. And I was like, uh, I was just, it was not a, not uh, a fun day. I'm <laughs> sure you showed him a different finger afterwards. So. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you want this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I do not know that about you. Mm-hmm. All right. There's, again, there's a connection to this, in, this injury story and the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Many secrets.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should, should we put a graphic warning then if people get squeamish <laughs> about these things? Yeah. Like, <laughs> blood was everywhere. The vicious tiger shows no mercy. I'll, I'll, I'll put something in to be like, okay, if you're a little squeamish, maybe skip over the question. Is that yeah. the? I'm, Okay. No, like it's, it's not that bad. I know, but some people even just like talking about it. Like <laughs> our no, mom, just like fair. Sometimes so, it's like, when I think about blood or even when I think about blood or just talk about blood. Let's <laughs> no. uh, get smart. Get smart. Yeah. But, but yeah. Also, we have time codes, by the way. So if you want to skip to the news or our topic, you can do that too. Yes. Or okay. if you want to skip to the end for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fail to, to mention that each week. But now we're doing it. We're mentioning. Oh, we yes. have time codes. Next level strats up in here. Yeah. But anyways, let's, uh, let's reveal the quote from last week.
0: Yes. And oh, shoot, I've just forgot. It. <laughs> I remember it. So uh, this one was, you probably guessed it was from star Wars, one oh, of the star yeah. Wars prequels. And it, it is general Grievous, um, talking to, uh, <coughs> Newt Gunray, the Viceroy. Um, this is from the third star Wars, um, Revenge, on the planet yes, the planet Udaaah, Revenge of the Sith, um, and this is before uh, he sends, Grievous uh, mm. sends all the Separatist leaders to uh, the Mustafar system, where they eventually get slaughtered by uh, Anakin. So this is <laughs> also right before the famous "Hello there," yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, if you got that, good on you. We'll give you, a, we'll give you a shout out. Um, but yes, this one probably was a, a little bit, a little bit easier. Um, but we wanted to, you know, give that thankful reference for, uh, oh, yeah. for Thanksgiving the other week. <laughs> I was thinking, like, how did that connect? <laughs> yes, <laughs> There, there was a the connection.
1: Always, always trying to force those connections. It was <laughs> a, always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's play the quote, though, for, for this week.
0: But life isn't fair. Your blessed father knew that. In fact, he frequently sought <laughs> my. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the quote for this week uh we'll reveal it at the beginning of the next episode of the podcast and and we'll
0: play it again at the end of this and episode. We'll
1: play it again at the end. But for now, let's move on to the news. What do we got what, what do you got for us Nate? So a bit of sad news to start. Uh actor David Prowse has died. He was famous for playing he the, the body double or he did all basically the stunt work for for Darth Vader. He was That's the one right. the one That's in right. the suit.
0: And I mean the man behind the mask. <laughs> yes, uh, indeed he was, but not the voice behind <laughs> not, the mask. Obviously yeah. not James Earl Jones, but but,
1: but yeah, the, he was the physical guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was he was old. he was like in his forties when he was doing that. Yeah. so it's been a long time, but you know, good for him. Yeah. We, we appreciate for him.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> good we, for him that he's the, dead. No, good we, for we, him for being we, the in the shows, <laughs> and
1: we appreciate his work. Yes. But moving on, continuing with some Star Wars news, it was announced that the The Rogue One show has started filming. You know, this is going to be the the prequel show kind of to Rogue One following Cassian Andor and K2SO <laughs> in the the rebellion in the early days.
0: Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, again, there's the the hint or maybe maybe right. more than just a hint of sarcasm with uh, What would with be TJ? The, what would
1: the term be for uh, blatant sarcasm? Yeah. The, yes. I, I can't think of the exact term. Somebody probably knows. The overt. The inexplicable.
0: Yeah. The I, undeniable. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can keep going. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Rogue One is great. Don't get me wrong. Oh, fantastic. Uh, it, it is a phenomenal Star Wars movie. Yeah, I don't know about, I, I wasn't super thrilled for, for, for this series uh, or what, when the announcement came out that they were going to do this series. I'm sure, I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Um, but again, just cause we kind of know, oh, we know about these characters and how they are going to eventually die. Right. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if they, they get some good, uh, entertaining adventures overall. So and there's just a, there's a ton
1: of character development that happened to, to Cassian in, in Rogue One. So he's a jerk at the beginning who kind of, you know, figures it out by the end. I don't really know how much they're going to be able to, but I don't know. I feel like they could flesh it out a little better. Cause I know for some people like, oh, it's kind of forced or. I know some people's complaint with Rogue One is like, oh, not enough character development.
2: Well, some, people very, some people are
1: wrong. Some people, because, you know, it is a more rushed movie. But I know kind of adding on to Christian's like, oh, we know how it's going to end. And like, you know, you could say the same things with Clone Wars. Like, oh, we know how it's going to true, end. True. But really, it's the process in between there and what they can explore during that. I think it is interesting. And something I'm just interested to see is like, I really hope they lean more on this, like, spy thriller thing, because kind of to what we talked about in, like, our Star Wars prediction Predictions yeah. episode, yeah, go check that out, is that, like, we just like to see something different in Star Wars. And so if we could get, like, a genre shift a little bit with this, I think that'd be exciting to see if it's something new and fresh and different, even though it's with some characters we've seen before. Gotcha. Well, we want new and fresh things outside of saga though that's what we're hoping uh, yeah. for well, we'll just let just let it we'll let Lucasfilm we'll the let milk. it be we'll, we'll live and let live I was gonna say let, let it milk we'll him. live and let Die? Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, what, I, what I was going to say, it's like, let them milk out everything from the original trilogy <laughs> as much as they can, and then after that, they'll be done. But that's what we thought. <laughs> they're still going with no, it, They're though. still doing just fine. But we, eventually, the blue milk runs out. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but the green milk does not. We'll <laughs> see. Hopefully, the green milk doesn't exist. The green
0: milk keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, we'll uh, watch it. Yeah, we'll still watch it. Yeah, I mean, because we're Star Wars fans, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking so- of Star Wars, I'm playing
1: The Force Unleashed right now for the first time. Um, I kind of suck. Not going to lie. <laughs> but you're OP. You're totally OP in those games. Yeah, but not in the duels against other Jedi. There's this like spider dude and he just wrecks me every time. Like, I can't. I swing my lightsaber <laughs> and it doesn't hit him. He just blocks it. Like, I can't hit him. The only way I can kill him is with lightning. But mm-hmm. it's lightning, lightning, and like force push him away. I just <laughs> do, do that like, for 30 you? minutes, but he still kills well, you're me. You're going to have to do what you did in uh, Dark Forces 2 turned on cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe if I have to. Like, it's the only way to win some of these old school games. <laughs> and that's not even that old school. <laughs> no, no, I, I can probably beat it. Like, give me a couple hours. I'll, I'll beat it. Okay. Over the break, I'll, I'll beat it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, all right. But moving on with even more Star Wars news, uh, it was r- rumored and reported the Obi-Wan show is set to start filming in Boston in a month.
0: Boston.
1: January, February. Oh, yeah. I saw a funny video about this. And it's like. There will be a new world order, <laughs> just like everybody. Yeah, has a Boston accent. <laughs> Everyone has a Boston accent
0: <laughs> in the movie. So I was like, yeah, you know, that'd be really fun. Like, why <laughs> does Obi Wan have a uh, different accent than he did it's like before? Anakin, It's to democracy. <laughs> uh, Boston oh. accents are hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too good at
1: it. No, yeah. there's a Benedict Cumberbatch. There's a, a movie where he tries a Boston accent, and you know, Benedict Cumberbatch usually has like a very his normal voice is a great speaking voice yeah. very entertaining but it just sounds like he's he's jokingly doing it during the film of the clips i've seen and you're just like it's it, a forced you're like is like... he being serious yeah is, is he doing it but but yeah okay. bonnie trouble a rubble <laughs> trouble <laughs> don she don't that's a, a british accent <laughs> trying his best anyways but yeah we still don't know much about that no, series. we really but... don't
0: i know we know nothing (laughs) i know nothing that
1: is a a very deep reference to an old 60s tv show hogan's heroes hogan's heroes oh
0: that's that's a fun one very Mm -hmm. very fun i'd recommend still holds up years later yeah Yeah. it's great if you like uh uh world war ii and you don't like nazis uh and you don't like nazis (laughs) and it's just a it's very very funny very humorous very clever Yeah, yeah
1: unless you have parents that are boomers? Yeah, that's the right generation term. You probably Our don't parent? know about it. Are they yeah. boomers? Yeah, because it's the baby boomers, then the boomers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But I are, thought the OK Boomer was always about the baby boomers. No, OK Boomers, because there's baby boomers, which is like, like yeah, 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 there's yeah. 70 now, and the boomers, which is the next generation, twenty year, roughly 20 years oh. later, the boomers. I thought we were just making fun of people and the <laughs> baby boomers <laughs> this whole time. I'm
0: going to take Nate's word. Yeah. Take Nate's word for it mm-hmm anyways moving, it both ways
1: <laughs> moving on we got a got a bit of Marvel news so the Hawkeye series you know mm-hmm. that started filming now yep and there's been no announcement of who is playing Kate Bishop there's but, still the
0: rumors but, but, but that we talked about last the
1: rumors week. are basically confirmed now because there's been very several set photos and uh some footage of Haley Steinfeld yeah. interacting with yeah. Hawkeye. So. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. So, CGI. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like she is Kate Bishop. Okay. Even if they don't announce it, because yeah. unless she's playing a totally different character, which could be the case, <laughs> but not very likely. Yeah. But oh, uh, what's this one from, guys? Bishop.
0: Uh, it's probably Teenage Mutant Ninja. Teenage nah,
1: Ninja Turtles, yeah huh? the the 2003 series. It's the only other person I know named Bishop, like in another show. Well, there's also the other Bishop in Marvel, the guy from the future. He's also in X Men: Days of Future Past. What? Remember? Okay, well, nope. Okay, you know the guy that like they he 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 gets shot and he absorbs energy and then he puts it into his gun and shoots him. Oh, and that guy's name is Bishop. Yeah, that's his name. Well, they didn't do his character really that much no, justice in Days of Future Past. He's a bigger character in the comics, but. Also oh, yeah. named a bishop, also in Marvel. <laughs> okay. But um but yeah, anyway, so yeah, it looks like and it's been more the more rumors happen that they're gonna be kind of uh, yeah, adapting the storyline where Hawkeye is starting to, to go deaf and kind of blind. So he starts training on an apprentice. Because if you can't continue on your legacy, <laughs> go train someone else to do it. exactly. Ah, oh, a new apprentice. Yeah. Two there always are. Mm-hmm. But moving on, uh Spider Man three news. So this is very interesting. You know, there's been the rumors that it's like, okay, uh it's gonna be multi we got Doctor Strange, we're gonna get to the multiverse. And Capas- the range, right? What? The range. The home on the range. <laughs> I, I did not know where you were going that no, <laughs> I wasn't sure either. And I don't know where you got range from. It's home. Home on the range, <laughs> get a little bit of a
0: stretch. I don't think
1: I said home either. Well, it's third. It's the name of the third one. You know, continuing this home theme. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, bit of a stretch. He has to go on the the off off the grid. To yes, the range. yes, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> reaching <laughs> a little bit reaching. Anyways, telling so you of Doctor Strange, we could possibly possibly get a Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield mm. in there. But something that happened this week was Sony's uh, Latina channel posted something. Uh, it was a short video. It's like, uh, who is your favorite Spider-Man? It kind of went through these three. It's like, well, now you no longer have to pick, you know, introducing the multiverse. And this started to pick up some traction. And after it started picking up some traction, it got taken down. And so Ooh. that was interesting. And then uh, both uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya were asked, uh, were asked about, oh, do you think we can get maybe like an Andrew Garfield and a... Uh, Toby McGuire, and they said they can neither confirm nor deny.
0: Well, that's what uh, did they say those words? They did exactly. Oh. That's what. So Zendaya was on uh, like a Zoom call. I think with, it was like Fal- uh, Fallon or G- it Kimmel, was Kimmel or one of those. And she said, "I can neither confirm nor deny." So, so we'll
1: all, see. All the more, and more. I think it's gonna happen. Now we are getting somewhere. Now we are getting somewhere. Peter you know, Sellers, Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially now that, you know, Marvel's had the year hiatus because of COVID. Yeah. And, you know, if they want to come back with something really strong.
0: Yeah, they got to they gotta go for that knockout punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's bring First it round. back. Oh, let's bring it back. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, because it's also <laughs> <great>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you do that reference uh, to, to, to us in real life so many times, and I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's um, a song. You know. It's a Do You Remember by Jay Sean. <laughs> yeah. Jay Sean but yeah but it's also you know we're supposed to still get our first look at it by the end of this year so oh that would should, be very exciting so that should still be happening in the, the next few weeks yeah. but very exciting uh moving on uh you know tj i know these are your favorite announcements of something might possibly this is not for sure getting delayed but it might possibly uh. be getting delayed you worried me for James a second. Bond, the, the, <laughs> the newest James Bond film, No Time to Die, could get delayed again because financial backers are worried that uh, with COVID and theaters still not being open or people going to theaters with COVID, it, it might get pushed back again so they can make their money back. So, I, I mean, is it too much just to be like, okay, and instead of doing all this marketing, let's just like stop marketing and spending the money on it. And then we'll just do marketing again when we can actually open.
0: You know what? But what am I? I, I know. Know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a business executive. I, I was going to say I'm not. A, I'm not a business major either. But now um, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. Mm. Man, I'm, I'm coming with fire today on quotes. Everybody, super hot
1: fire. <laughs> I spit that. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, Oscar Isaac is. It's been reported that he is in talks to play Snake in a Metal Gear Solid
0: movie. Yes, I heard. I heard more than talk. Like more than rumors too. It's like pretty, pretty heavily. <laughs> Not not confirmed, but, but like it's looking like it's, it's, yeah, going to be the star. Like, there yeah. were signs, my slippery friend, and more than rumors. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a that's that that's Harry Potter. That's Harry Potter. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you guys think about that? Are you kind of just like I don't I don't know a ton about that. I, I mean, I don't I don't know a ton about like Metal Gear. About <laughs> so, Metal, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that giant robots in some
1: shape or form? Yeah, there's uh, w- usually one of the like. It's like the plot is very of what I've seen of the plot it's very confusing and weird but one of the bad guys builds giant metal robots that you have to destroy that you have to destroy but it's also like he's say Snake is a spy for the government mm-hmm. and I don't know oh, there's a oh it, Snake from, yeah, Smash from Smash Bros Smash. Yeah, oh, it's yeah that okay. Snake yeah not a different Snake yeah. not a literal <laughs> snakes. Snake, like, snake. snake.
0: I, th- I swear I heard that name before, snakes. I mean, I don't know any snakes.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a Home Alone reference. Yeah, but uh, if you guys know Video Game Dunkey on YouTube, uh, he does uh, a, a recap video very, very humorously of the, the plot of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and it just seems kind of ridiculous yeah, and kind of crazy. All over the top. But... <laughs> I don't know. I think I could be interested in if they make it a little more grounded and be like, okay, let's but- not go crazy, crazy giant robots because there's also like cyborgs too and like people possessing mm-hmm. people i don't know it get it yeah, looks like think, a, the video game series looks like it gets very strange i mean we all watch transformers and we all watch pacific rim like you it, know we're gonna watch this one it too could go, <laughs> it could
0: go either way i could see it going like way way over the top and you're just like okay yeah no or it could or they could ground it and also oscar isaac has been i feel like he's everywhere nowadays yeah, man yeah. like
1: <laughs> star wars from star wars now he's gonna be moon knight now to to metal gear it yeah, looks he, like he's just so
0: charming getting he's, he's getting every role or playing every role um so i mean good on him he's yeah. he's probably making some good dough so good yeah. on him yeah mm-hmm. you know but, i was in talks to be moon knight at one point <laughs> <laughs> Were you now yeah hmm. true story. you uh you never let us know that <laughs> yeah i just i didn't want what, to get your guys' hopes up <laughs> what, what led you to not Get in that
1: role. What do you think w- what it was? Uh, it was after the injury. I just was never the uh, same. the ACL. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Both, Both of I tore the HCL. <laughs> the, ha- the, the HCL? And and the, the, hydrogen yeah, uh-huh. the hydrogen
0: chloride? Yeah, the hydrogen
1: chloride. You can't come back from that. Yeah, Even 10. That's a tough. That's yeah. a tough <laughs>
0: a, the HCL is a tough one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we got some, stream, uh, some news about streaming services this week. Uh, it was reported that Disney Plus might merge with Hulu. 'Cause Disney does own Hulu and right now it's uh separate yeah, Disney owns series, everything. But you know, they might <laughs> merge it together. What do you guys think about that?
0: They keep all the content, I'm fine. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I mean I mean I like the I think I like the Disney plus content better anyways there's some all right tv shows on hulu so
1: yeah but i think it
0: just might be nice if it's all
1: on there because then you're just like oh this other show that like you know there's always some movies you're like oh I am i mind watching this again but then it's like oh it's on hulu and i don't have hulu yes well the yes. question is are there still going to be the hulu ads or are we going to get the disney plus freedom not. Because, hopefully not because the hulu ads are the worst That is the are. worst thing about hulu is every other streaming service is like, fine.
0: So Except Peacock maybe, has ads also. I don't know. Uh, who knows was, Peacock? But
1: who actually has Peacock? Exactly. That's the real
0: question. Yeah, there, uh, might, there might have been some people that got it when, like, it got a couple shows what, here and there.
1: Yeah, well, you can actually watch Peacock for free. Oh, really? Like, like, yeah. Hmm. Like, I think ads are supposed to be included, because I got bored once, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll see if anything's good on here, and I watched something, and I didn't have ads. And it was just, like, a free account, so I don't know oh. really how it works. But if there's any Peacock lovers out there, you know, Tell us all about it, how it yeah. works. Also, speaking of streaming, you might already have this, but uh The Office has been its uh, officially... Go- it's going to get it's removed. removed. It's the going to, to get year. removed mm-hmm. uh, to Christian's chagrin. Yeah, but I'll just buy, buy The Office. <laughs> that one's worth it. So. Mm-hmm. Also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is going off Netflix as well. Oh, it's been so, there for a long time. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Well, now that the video game is finally released, it makes sense. The Miles Morales video game, it makes sense that they're not going to needed up there anymore to promote it yeah yeah but i think it's also just like netflix is losing a bunch of movies because now everyone's going it's the the stream begun
0: the streaming wars (laughs) (laughs) yeah and if also what we kind of mentioned the other i think maybe two weeks ago was uh oh like when wonder woman you know come with that coming on hbo and to theaters they're like oh we can just do hbo free streaming or the the free sign up right hbo actually is canceled there they're free sign-up. They're free trial. Oh. They're free trial, so you can't just like go in there, do the free trial, watch uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman Man for free, and then cancel. Monsters. <laughs> so they must have been listening Stop. to the podcast. They, they were. They they got yes. us.
1: Because <laughs> actually, Disney did the same thing when they were releasing Hamilton back in the summer, which I didn't know about. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely smart because yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. well, either you sign up or you go see it in theater. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, no judgment there. We pull our money together. It's only like two bucks per person for the month, guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But anyways, the, the big streaming news that got announced this week was Warner Brother announced that they would release all of their 2021 movies onto HBO Max the same day they would have gotten released in theaters.
0: Okay. And so I have That's a, crazy.
1: So I have a list of movies that are set to come out for, for Warner Brothers in 2021. So we have The Little Things, Judas and the Black Messiah, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. King Kong, Mortal Kombat, those Who Wish Me Dead, The Conjuring, In the Heights, Space Jam, A New Legacy, The Suicide Squad, Reminiscence, Malignant, Dune, The Many Saints of New York, King Richard, Cry Macho, The Matrix 4. So all Wait, these, so Dune as well? Dune as well. And so all of these oh. are set to be released on the same day that would have come out in theaters on HBO Max. Okay, I'm going to go talk to the movie theaters around here and be like, hey, <laughs> could we maybe do some streaming here? I'll pay for it, but <laughs> I want to watch I want to watch Dune on the big screen. I do too. Yeah, because that's the thing. Unlike Wonder Woman, these aren't, aren't going to theaters, and AMC has been very vocal and unhappy about it, saying mm-hmm. they, they said uh, we're going to aggressively pursue economic terms that preserve our business. Yeah, why yeah. not just do both? If, we're gonna, if you're going to make it streaming already, just do both. You're going to make money either way. Yeah, but what do you guys think about this? HBO Max put in all of them. Uh, Warner Brothers put in all of their films that are supposed to come out on HBO Max.
0: Um, I mean, for the ones for the ones that I want to see in theaters it's kind of a it's kind of a bummer right for like the dune mm-hmm. type shows it's like ooh no that one i like you got to see that in theaters right for some of the other ones it's like eh, whatever right but the yeah the main takeaway that i get from that news is just more of a ooh i'm bummed if i if i don't get to see the big time films um in theaters that's the 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 big takeaway yeah and
1: again, it looks like we'll have to probably get
0: hbo max now (laughs) because that's the thing i think for hbo
1: max this is really smart because beforehand it's like i had not a ton of desire to do anything on hbo max be like oh come in probably watch the snyder cut and you know a few things but it's like i know inclination to be like why would i get this Mm because you know not a ton of shows that i would want to see but now i'm like if all these movies are going to come out and i can't see the ones i want to see in theaters then yeah i'm going to get this and i think it provides more inclination for people to be like oh i want to see you know, not just one movie, but maybe a couple of these. So I'll, I'll get it, you know, for the time being. So I mm-hmm. think it's smart on their move. But, you know, like with the with the COVID pandemic has done to movie theaters, it's still just going to kill theaters. Yeah. I I still do both. I mean, they're going to get paid one way or the other. So might as well give the fans that want to see in theaters that opportunity, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, That'd uh, be nice. It also could be a rumor that, like, Disney Plus and the other streaming services like Apple could do the same thing as well, which... I don't know, because if you no one's going to theaters, instead of keep getting delayed, they could start putting them on streaming, which could be very interesting. I think yeah. it's just interesting in the in general, because like to see how this is going to play out, to see if other companies will follow suit, and to see if that's how you know things are going to change now. Yes, you know, with the pandemic is still happening.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, it'll be very interesting how things play out. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the news for this week. Oh, I I just want to share one it's more of a rumor and then kind of a funny meme. It was uh, so it shows um uh, um uh from from the Mandalorian. Um for those of you who aren't familiar, hopefully everyone is familiar with. Is this gonna it.
1: spoil something from Mandalorian season two?
0: Um Oh, it might should I should I announce? No, I you not? should say, it. we'll just we'll make so, sure people so know
1: check in the time code if you don't want to know about Mandalorian season 2. We'll put that in there. We're also going to talk about Mandalorian season 2 after all the episodes are wrapped. So, okay. But anyways, um, go ahead, Christian. So,
0: it's a uh, it shows Ahsoka and it says uh, um, Rosario Dawson reportedly signed on for three Star Wars movies, right? And then it shows, you know, Ahsoka obviously. Um, and then below it, it's uh, Mace Windu talking to Anakin. And it says, What you've told me is true. You will have gained my trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that would be, I don't, I have no idea if it's true, but, but yeah, if it is, that would be pretty cool. That'd be very I, uh, if we got three movies with Ahsoka, I, I don't know how that would play
1: out. And there's a, a lot happening in Star Wars world now. Right. I don't want to talk about it more because I want to save it all for when we do the Mandalorian season two episode. Okay. Which will be in And everyone's looking at us like you guys are such big Star Wars fans. Why don't you talk about the Mandalorian? It's like we have our ways. <laughs> this is the way. This is <laughs> this the, is the way. way. Yeah. But anyways, now that's that's the news for this week. We're gonna move on to our topic. You know, If you haven't already guessed or if you haven't read the title for this episode, (laughs) uh, we decided to take a look at a Christmas classic movie that is possibly the best Christmas movie. And
0: it is a Christmas
1: movie. Yeah, it might be the best Christmas movie or the best of the best of the best. Well, I I don't know if I would say it's the best Christmas movie. Uh, I
0: I don't know either. (laughs) But we're we're talking about the first Die Hard. Right. Oh, and it is... uh... It's a great one. It's a fun one. So if you, if you haven't seen it, um, if you, and if you don't like, if you don't like blood, uh, gotta be a little wary. We have it on clean flicks. So we didn't, uh, we didn't get to see as much of the blood. Thank goodness. But if you're a little wary of blood, uh, be careful. <laughs> and yeah, this is the connection
1: that we talked about with, uh, our question that started the, the podcast with injuries well, Bruce Willis gets injured quite a bit. Yeah, he sustains <laughs> in several one. injuries, <laughs> but he still walks off fine, doesn't go to the hospital, just gets into a limo to finish it off. So yeah. that's right. a man for you. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about Die Hard. What, what, what do you guys think about the story of Die
0: Hard? Uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. You don't really know, like, you're like, wait, what, what's, go- what's going on? Like, what, what's the purpose? It's, it's very unique. Right. It's, it's very unique. You have this, this, uh, this NYPD cop who comes into town to visit his wife. They're separated in LA, in LA. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and then you basically got these, you know, European terrorists who come into town and basically they're just, you know, they're trying to, uh, rob quote, rob a place. I'm simplifying it and make a ton of money. But, uh, uh, Bruce Willis, the NYPD cop is, has got to save the day. Um, and he's got a partner up with kind of the the LA cop who's, who's outside the building and he's going through, and it's just kind of this crazy, uh, these crazy circumstances that are happening inside the building, outside the building. Um, and it's, uh, funny, it's action packed, um, all at the same time. And it's just a, it's a, a great entertaining flick with the, with the Christmas twist all, um, <laughs> all happening at the same time. So, uh, it's fun and it's a, it's a classic. Mm, I think that's the fun part about it is you don't you just don't know exactly
1: what's going on the whole time like it keeps you on the edge of your seat you're trying cuz he's trying to figure out what they're doing they're trying to figure out what he's doing and you don't know like exactly what um these bad guys are after um but you do know that the situation is very tense and so you're always
0: you're always uh, hung on the edge of your seat trying to trying to figure it out you're trying to see wait how is he going to get out of this situation right mm-hmm. you're like wait there's there's no possible possible way that he's going to be able to it's you wrong. know, confound the the enemies here, but they're also kind of like, wait, how is he stopping us? He's just one guy, right? But mm-hmm. he's able to, you know, somehow, right? Because he's a New York cop, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And something I think is, yeah, there's that kind of mystery of what you're trying to figure it out. Because so when you first see the bad guys in this film, you're like, oh, they're, they're terrorists. You know, why would they hold this hostage? But kind of as you go throughout this story, you kind of figure out, by the end, they're just trying to rob the place. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's you're, they, they, uh, the reason they're posing as terrorists. And so they can, so that when the FBI shows up, that they do procedure and cut the power mm-hmm. so that they can get into the vault. And so, but like during this whole time, is you get to, yeah, you're trying to figure it out. It's like, what's actually happening mm-hmm. here? And you're trying to also figure it out as Bruce Willis, you know, it's like, what's going on? How many of them? What's happening here? And so you kind of have this mystery playing out as you get this in, intense thriller. Cause that was my next question. What do you guys think about the suspense we get to see yeah. in this movie?
0: It's, it's uh it's stressful, right? It's very mm-hmm. stressful. You're like, Oh no, shoot. Um, he, uh, Bruce Willis is, is always kind of like right by the bad guys, right? They're always on the cusp of getting him always on the cusp of getting him, And then, uh, at one point, uh, the ultimate bad guy. Sorry, there's definitely s- going to be some spoilers here. Uh, no, it's all spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, there, it's all spoilers. But it's here. also a 32 year old movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so if you haven't seen it, I mean, come on, right? Yeah. You <laughs> got to see it, right? And, th- and then at one point, um, the the big bad guy is uh, not not teamed up with Bruce Willis, but they're like they're face to face right next to each other, and uh, Bruce Willis doesn't even know it. And then you're like, oh, oh, no wait the bad th- guy's gonna turn on him, and then at another point, like the news crew goes and, and they go to the house of Bruce Willis and then uh, put his kids on the TV. And you're like, no, crap. No, no. Now their wife is going to know that, that that Bruce Willis and, and his kids are, you know, it's just like you're, you're stressed out of your mind kind of the, the whole time because um, of all these these inner inner layered uh, plots that are that are going on throughout the entire film.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think uh, what I really like about it is like and I think they mentioned this, like one of the reasons why it's such a great film is. He's a very human protagonist, so mm-hmm. like in the past, a lot of action films and a lot of action films now, like the guy is invincible, so James Bond is invincible they're We're, they're all like unstoppable juggernauts, and they're they're built like that exactly so they're it's really easy for them to kill everybody. it's not like and they're running around like you're not worried about them dying, whereas in this movie, like as we talked about, he gets beat up quite a bit, and every time he's able to to take out one of the bad guys, it's a really big deal because it's like this isn't some. 007 secret agent this is just an
0: nypd cop he's taken on some like high high profile uh criminals so mm-hmm. that it's really cool they have some firepower too i mean they yeah have, they <laughs> got the machine guns they got the c4 they got a ton of explosives they have i have a piled. machine
1: gun now <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i mean oh. <laughs> they, they have a lot of uh, a lot of artillery um I mean, I will say, though, at some points you're like, okay, this guy can take a hit because he's uh, he's fighting uh, uh, quite quite a few guys and and he he keeps on going. He keeps on going. So there's a little bit of uh, indestructibleness that. Yeah, this is true. eh? Happens that goes on toward the end. But But. for the
1: most part, I feel like, yeah,
0: he's a very human character because
1: some trivia for this movie. When it was originally written, like, you know, they looked to the big action stars at that time. They considered like Stallone and uh, Stallone. and uh, Schwarzenegger because, you know, they were, you know, big stars. Get to the chopper. They do refer-
0: and they do reference uh, Schwarzenegger in this film, too.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, they know, yeah. the, the director of the film, kind of like once he started seeing Bruce Willis, he's like, you know, I think I want to change. He changed the script. So instead of being like, you know, like, oh, this hero, like he's going to drive, They made him more human to be like, what's just like a normal guy thrown into this situation who is a cop? What would he do? And so, yeah, I think that really adds to, I think, the suspense of it. Because I think something this movie does really well is the terror you feel. Because when the terrorists come in, they, they kill the guards really quickly. Then they come up to the party. They start shooting and everyone's screaming. And you just start to feel like, oh, no, like this is like, you know, like a shooting scenario. This is it's really scary. And like Bruce Willis is running away and you're like, he's going to get caught. Something's going to happen. And he's just, you know, he's sneaking throughout, throughout mm-hmm. sneaking around throughout the movie. And so, like, each, like, new place he's going to, he kind of has to run away and hide for a bit before he can come out. You know, guerrilla warfare, get one of them. If he can, get one of them. But, like, you know, you get to see, like, the terror as uh, Hans Gruber kills the the, the the boss, the businessman at first. Because he's like, you know, just give us the code. We're going to do this. And the guy's like, well, you just have to kill me. And he's just like, okay. okay. And shoots him point blank. Hmm. You know, I think it does a good job of you have that terror and you feel that situation. Like, this is very real. And then the way that Bruce Rulis reacts to it is like, this is a very human way. Yeah, he's, and- l- he's scared. He's like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? He's like, why didn't you stop him, John? it's like, because just- like, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, like a lot, very, very human, very, the, the psychological toll is they do a good job of yeah. portraying that. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think about, uh, yeah, let's talk about the humor then in this movie yippee ki
0: <laughs> come out to the coast have a few <laughs> grab a drink have a few laughs is that what he says i'm trying to quote it right a now. few girls i think i saying.
1: no he's like come out to the coast or we'll have a drink have, have a few, few laughs yeah. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: um yeah so even i think even though it has that it has the intensity and you're kind of you're like tj was saying you're on the edge of, the, of your seat um and then like you were saying Nate, you're you're kind of you're kind of stressed uh, 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 throughout um, it still carries, uh, a lightheartedness because of the humor that is present throughout. Um, uh, Bruce Willis is, is very, is very funny, um, yeah. d- throughout the, uh, yeah, throughout the entire, throughout the entire film because of the realness that he presents. Yeah. He's, you know, he's just a normal guy. He's a, just a, a regular Joe, you know, he's a cop. He's got a wife, he's got kids and and he's going throughout and he's like, okay, what do I got to do in these situations? And and he's just trying to he's just trying to survive um and like the thing with okay he kills the first the uh, first bad dude and he's like okay I, I got got this machine gun he's like okay you know, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna try to send and, them a message I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta send the bad guys a message so i'm gonna instill some fear and oh i'm gonna do this funny thing i'm gonna put uh, a santa claus hat on the dead guy's body and in his and in the blood right ho 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 and then send him down the elevator that's going to freak him out that's kind of funny right mm-hmm. and then he's trying to call the call the the 911 on the on the secure line right <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like excuse me sir this is a secure line you're not allowed to call this except for He's like well you think i'm trying to order a pizza you know like (laughs) just like little things like that throughout so it even though it has that intensity uh bruce willis is a a great job at keeping it keeping it light throughout it's very marvel-esque
1: i would say like this idea of like things are going on but we're kind of having a good time along the way obviously not quite as comic booky as marvel like still very serious but it, it keeps that kind of that lightness so that it's not just kind of a a very dark and dreary gory kind of thing yeah and i think for the most part a lot of the the lines that are humorous and developed comes from bruce willis because most of the movie he is by himself you yes. know he's mm-hmm. stuck in the building with the, these terrorists these thieves and he's got to figure out a way to stop him and so he's just kind of talking to himself for most of this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know it, like we're going to talk about with how it's a very it's a very human character he just kind of is going through the motions he's like okay what can i do or it's like the moment i think it's one like you know he calls the cops and he's like, I oh, know they're running away. He's like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So then he throws the dead body on them. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> like, it's, I think, a very much character-driven uh, thing of humor because, like, we get to see, even after, like, the first argument he has with his wife, he's like, oh, right, great. Real mature, John. Real mature, yeah. And it's kind of like that wisecracking. Not really he's wisecracking to, like, just everyone in general, but by himself, you know, he he makes jokes at himself and talks to himself. And then once you put that in an extreme situation – then everything is amplified. He's got the adrenaline going, and you're just like, "Wow!" Like, and then everything's mm-hmm. turned up to ten. But because of that, I feel like you're able to relate to the character more. And you're just like, "Okay, he's going through the normal stages of a human, but he's also like, you know, trying to keep it lighthearted because it's like, you know, if you're just focusing like, crap, there's a bunch of people with guns and they're gonna kill everyone. What am I gonna do? Like, you could start to lose and go crazy. And yeah. he kind of does, kind of freak. By the end of yes. this movie, he's kind of like, okay, <laughs> um,
0: <So> he's uh, <laughs> endured a lot. But, uh, but I will I will mention though too. There's a lot of side characters in here who also add the humorous element, right? You got you got Argyle, right, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You also have oh, what's the guy's? I'm totally uh, blanking on the guy's name. that starts with an E. Uh, it, the,
1: Earl. Or, uh, no, uh, what is his name? Oh, well, I, I know the God. actor is Reginald L. Johnson. But uh, the character you're talking about, the, the guy the that does the, the
0: cocaine. No, 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 no. no, 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 oh, 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 no oh, I'm thinking Alice, yeah, Alice. Ellis. You're yeah, talking yeah, about cocaine dude. Yeah, the guy that does the cocaine at the at the very beginning, and then. And then, uh, even, um, even Alan Rickman, you know, as, yeah. as the villain, uh, is, even though he's got that, you know, the dark side and the robbing the place, the dark side, you, even he's, uh, you know, kind kind of funny <laughs> as a well time magazine. <laughs> so like, the, it's not just Bruce Willis, right? Even though Bruce is the main focus and, and he has a lot of, a lot of great lines and the way he carries him are very funny you have a lot of the side characters as well that bring uh, that that funny aspect that I think that kind of connect it as well and bring that the light hard, lightheartedness up up a level as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But what do you guys think about, uh, well, you know, change, not changing gears, but what do you guys think about uh, Bruce Willis and then the relationship with the copy has that's talking to him the whole time? Uh, Al, is this the character's name played by Reginald Val Johnson? But yeah, I mean, that that's so key to it because like, if he doesn't have that outlet with Al and if Al wasn't like the chill person that he is, um, Bruce Willis would go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like he would go crazy at it. But because he has Al and Al's like, we're all rooting for you. Like we got bets on you. Like, you know, keeping it lighthearted. It
0: really helps him to be like, okay, I can keep going and killing these <laughs> terrorists <laughs> criminals. Yeah. It it definitely keeps him, uh, it keeps him sane. And it's, I don't know. It's a little like, it's kind of an odd dynamic. You're like, wait, it's this like this random cop. that's like, you know, just talking to him from outside of the building and then like, but he, he has a hunch. He has this, you know, a correct hunch that uh, Bruce Willis is, is, or John McClane, you know, is, is actually a good guy and he's, he's trying to help the situation and he has the hunch that he's actually a cop. So then they have that even, you know, that deeper connection that, Hey, he he's a good guy and, and he's doing the, the best that he can in this, you know, terrible situation with the, the, the Europeans. Right. And the, so uh, it it's kind of funny but it works and and it just kind of, it feels, it feels right. And, uh, I mean, I kind of, I thought it was funny at, at the beginning too, where, you know, he's getting the donuts and he's like, they're for my wife. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he's like, she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. fun yeah. kind of
1: see that interaction between the yeah, two. Yeah. It create they had a good dynamic with humor, but mm-hmm. then I think more importantly, like what Tita's talking about was, uh, Al had, he gave him all the moral support that he needed. Yes. Cause in this high tense stress situation, he's like, I have someone to talk to that's, you know, he's here for me. Yes. And he's like, you know, because without that, they kind of lose. The terrorists <laughs> are, are going to win. Yep. Now, Al's like the only person outside of the skyscraper that you like. Like yeah. you hate the deputy chief, you <laughs> hate, hate the, the FBI, the, the reporter. The, 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 the police and the media in this movie just kind of suck. <laughs> the yeah, they really do. Because it's like the, you know, the police are like, oh, well, we'll send them in. We're going to do procedure. Then they all get killed. And then they're just like, injured. Oh. Just injured. Oh, yeah, just injured, oh, brutally injured. <laughs> yes, very brutally. Well, not the guys in the, with the, the RV, the, G. the yeah, Jeep. Yeah, they, om- they, they probably get killed. <laughs> get, it's blown up. But, like, you know, that happens. And then once the FBI guys come, they're just like, oh, we are take it in. It's like, oh, we're going to probably kill 25% of the hostages, but we're okay with that. And mm-hmm. you're just like, and then they get blown up, too. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I'm like, I like the criminals more, like. I liked Alan Rickman more than I liked to the...
0: Yeah, because then you also get the the media. It was just like... That guy's a chump. Yeah. Oh, he's the worst. Also, qu- quick side note, do you guys recognize one of the FBI guys was uh, from the Goonies? From the Goonies, yeah. he's the bad yeah. guy in the Goonies. Yeah. And he was just, he's like, the FBI shows up and he's like, good enough, good enough for you. <laughs> I like, oh, we, we need, we need some
1: different Johnsons, I guess. <laughs> mm, yeah. But let's talk about, what do you guys think about Hans Gruber in this film? Uh, he's uh, he
0: he's pretty he's pretty suave. Uh, he's he's so different than obviously we're most familiar with him as Severus Snape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's at least for me that was the first role that I saw Alan Rickman in. Um, and and this is such a different role than than that, but he really thrives in this role. Mm-hmm. And kind of like I said before, he's got he he definitely has that humorous side, like T.J. son I saw it in Time Magazine, right? <laughs> and he's listing off all these just crazy, just random demands, right? Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Um, but then he—he's uh, obviously very driven, and he has this uh, very direct plan. He's like, "This is how we're going to do it," and, and really, it would have worked out perfectly, right? At a for, for those meddling kids, <laughs> John McClane, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so, uh, it's—it's it, it's very cool to see him uh, in in this type of uh, in this type of a role um as as the german terrorist um also just a a little a little side note at the very end when he's kind of falling off the building mm-hmm. uh there was supposed to be uh hes he so he falls off into like a twenty five foot um well in real- in real life excuse he, me yes in so real sorry. life
1: he like well, I would say in the movie he uh, you know, the when, when he dies so, yeah, when he dies John McClain, uh let's go with a watch on his wife's wrist and then he falls to his death falls to his death and
0: in uh the For the the stunt, stunt, he was going to fall into 25 feet down into like a... One of those puffed up air mattress things. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be on the count of three that they were going to let go. And he was going to fall. Because it was actually Alan Rickman. Because it was Alan Rickman, not a stunt double. And then... Uh, whoever was, I guess, letting go of him is like, okay, let's let go of him on one instead of three, so we can get more of a of a, a reaction, a genuine <laughs> shock. A genuine shock. <laughs> and so then when they let go, and so they did, you know, on one, whoop, and then they let go. And so that's why he's like, <gasps> right? That's oh, yeah. why you, you where you get that actual shot of him in like in shock of Pure terror. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, he's he's
1: fantastic in this movie, And I think that's what I like as well, is he's not a quintessential ultimate bad guy who's also invincible. He's also very human. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's cold and he's calculating, but he's also like trying to deal with this nuisance. And then he also gets more stressed and angry and crazy as time goes on until by the very end, you know, he's like, he's just I'm an
0: exceptional
1: thief. And it's like, and now I'm a kidnapper. And you're like, and so I really like, he keeps that suaveness, but he's also very very human, even though he's a bad guy. So Because mm-hmm. I think about with Alan Rickman, he plays this part so well of pretending to be this European terrorist because he's like, you know, he starts out, he reads like some sort of scripture or something or he says some sort of line <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> to be like, okay, like, okay, something's definitely off about this guy. He sounds terroristy And then it's like, you know, later on, he does all these things to make everyone think he's a terrorist because he's like, uh, I want the release of these prisoners. Yes. But I think most in all, Alan Rickman, he just... He's something I love about him is he's a very smart villain. Mm-hmm. Most villains, you're like okay, they kind of like the, you know they're the yeah like T.J. was saying they're the ultimate villain of like I'm the big bad guy I'm the bad guy because I'm the baddest of all of them you know the, ba- the baddest of the bad <laughs> one might say but uh, but he's very thoughtful in in the way he's carrying out th- this heist because he's like you know even when things start to to go wrong he's like. We're going to be fine. Just stick to the plan. And mm-hmm. while these other guys start to freak out, he's like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to get this right. And then I think one of my favorite moments with him is when he gets caught by John McClane. And mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh, you got me. He, 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 pretends. Uh, he's, he pretends to be an American guy and just immediately switches off right off the bat. And you're like, and you're kinda like, you know, like we're saying adds to the smith's like, oh no, he's gonna betray him. But I just love how smart he is, the Alan Rickman, Hans Grimberg to be like, okay, no, I know this is I know this is the guy now, I know what he looks like. Now I can pretend to be on his side. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that because I think it shows he's not just like an idiot bumbling around. He's like, I have a plan, I'm gonna stick to it. And you can see he's very methodical and everything, because even when the plan goes wrong, he's like, I got this. I, I can switch it
0: around a little bit. Shoot yeah. the glass. <laughs> And uh, the way he carries out, I think each line too. I think mm-hmm. Alan Rickman, uh, as an actor, um, just does a phenomenal role. In, I think in in all of his films, and mm-hmm. and obviously in this one as well. Just the way he carries out the lines, he does it with with uh, with finesse and with power, which uh, draws you to him as you watch the film. You're like, mm-hmm. oh man, this guy, this guy's got it. You know. Um and he he really convinces you of who he is as the character so mm-hmm. um that that's why I think Alan Rickman is is such a a great great actor was a great actor so mm-hmm. it's a
1: smart plan really smart plan yeah smart plan uh, I also love the scene where he's talking to Ellis and he's like wow you figure <laughs> that out all by yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like hey what can I say he <laughs> I mean, I mean, does kill Ellis Ellis so. is such a dummy yeah mm-hmm. What is it? What does she say about Alice
1: thinks he's God's gift to humanity or something? That's what his wife says. Uh-oh. Yeah. But uh, this is actually Alan Rickman's first film role because he was oh, actually... Oh, really? Yeah, he was, yeah. A, he, was a th- oh. he was a theater actor for many years. All the best ones are theater actors, I think. And then... Shakespearean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was reading a bit about the you know, history of it and it's like they went to see one of his productions, the casting director, and then they saw him and be like, this is Hans Gruber because he was playing this villain and uh, a theater role and so yeah this is his first movie and he absolutely kills it yeah he killed it he Fantastic. really did mm-hmm. yeah. but what do, you guys, what do you guys think about action in this movie very entertaining again remember because this is what i love about it, is like every every bullet counts every bullet counts and so like he can't just shoot willy-nilly because he only has his pistol and then you know he gets a machine gun ho 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 <laughs> uh, but he has to be smart about uh, about how he Ooh. kills them because he's not like he can't just dodge every bullet. So he has to make sure when you know if he if he's outnumbered, he's got to try and run or he's got to be like clever and throw a bomb down an elevator shaft, like all these things to um to really get the guys because he can't just win in a shootout. So uh
0: yeah, I think <laughs> There's definitely there's even though every bullet counts, it still seems like there's a lot of gunfire yeah, going on in, <laughs> well, he, he, in the film. He, he keeps getting bullets from the the, the people he keeps true. killing. He keeps reloading <laughs> yeah. them until he starts to run out. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, uh, he uh, I mean, he's climbing through a, like he's climbing through the elevator. He's running on top of the roof. Uh, poor guy has to crawl over glass i mean he's barefoot literally the 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 entire time right he's he's fist to, he's fighting uh fist to fist with uh every long long-haired european dude that's that's in the building right carl so it, it keeps you very it keeps you very engaged um uh from an action standpoint uh, i think it's not like the, the craziest action sequences you, you've ever seen uh though i mean for 30 years ago when the film came out it's it's definitely uh great action sequences, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, you got the crazy explosions with the C4, you got the helicopter blowing up. So uh for 30 years ago, it's awesome. And and I do think uh we we didn't like watch it on 4K or anything when we were watching it because we had like a clean flicks DVD, but um uh it still looked pretty good. Yeah. So no, it holds uh, up great. I, I can't complain.
1: Yeah. It's I wouldn't call it timeless because like some movies you're like you can watch this and you feel like oh it can be a of day, but it really works well. For any time you watch it, that you're like, okay, the it 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 just fits right. Yeah, but I, I just I think I love the intensity. Yeah, with each new bad guy, because the first guy he he kills, like he hasn't held a gunpoint, and the guy's like, you're not gonna kill me, you're a cop, and he's like, oh yeah, and then they have a fist cuffed, <laughs> and it's like really by accident, or he kind of gets yeah, he lucky. Try to kill him. He gets yeah. lucky and kills him because then he, you know, they fall down the stairs and the guy breaks his neck. But then the next two guys that he kills, because the like the guys come in and like they run and he's like put your gun down put your gun down okay and then the other guy comes from backing up and uh, from behind the the first guy and they start shooting and he kills the first guy but then this other guy's so like he kills the second guy no, he kills the, the He f- kills the guy that runs up behind and the first yes. guy is coming yeah. after him. But like the guy's shooting him through the table and he's kinda like laughing at him. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna get you now and he's like, Next time you have a, a chance to kill someone, don't hesitate. And then you know, Bruce Willis shoots,
0: shoots him the through table. the table and he's like,
1: Okay. I think that's funny, that guy's like, Oh wait, he still has the gun. Maybe I <laughs> maybe I should shoot him. Uh, yeah. But like I felt like each new battle scene just felt more intense to when it builds up to the end, you're like, How is this gonna play out? Yeah. Well, that's what's so cool about it is that that's why I think he, he gets smarter, but he also gets more deadly because he's like, you know, at the beginning, he doesn't want to shoot the guy cold blood. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the very end, when he does the, he takes out um the, the, the fake doorman and, and Hans in that super sick two bullet kill like mm-hmm. it's just he's like i'm just killing you both like by i'm
0: done like no more mr nice I guy like, he just starts laughing just, <laughs> just mm-hmm. he's, he's basically like going going mad right going by the mad. end of it he's starting to le- lose that that
1: sanity but, yeah. mm-hmm. but i think the scene I, I think is really great in this film it's you know it's obviously i think one of the most iconic is the when he grabs the fire hose and jumps off the roof that is iconic well that's what i'm saying though it's like that's I get kind of a Home Alone vibe from <laughs> really, from the movie. Yeah, because he's like, I'm avoiding the bad guys, setting traps, trying to like sneak around. The only difference is instead of like uh, beating the crap out of them and they should technically die in Home Alone, <laughs> he just kills them.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, but I just, I think I love that, the buildup to that scene to like, he gets the people off the roof and then mm-hmm. he is like, I got to get to my wife now. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, finally, like I've, I've killed like everybody. There's only
0: Mm -hmm. the ones
1: with my wife left. What do you guys think about him and his relationship with his wife throughout this movie? Well, it's really, that's what I was saying. Like, it's not an action movie. It's a rom-com. It's a (laughs) rom-com with action. And I will die on
2: this.
1: (laughs) No, no, I mean, that's one of the nice things about it. It's like, you learn a little. You learn a little bit about yourself. And maybe you were
0: being a little selfish. (laughs) I'm going to disagree with the (laughs) rom-com on this one. Um, But uh, we'll just say it took... uh, uh, okay, M- maybe he would have apologized oh, without yeah. all the all the craziness. Yeah, let's let's, let's not call it a rom com. Let's say there's a bit of drama in there. Okay, <laughs> uh, a, a little bit, but I I think he probably still would have apologized and, and him and his wife would would have made up uh, without all the craziness. Um, but uh, now going back, uh, I, I think they'll have a pretty solid relationship because uh, of the life and death situation um, that that he faced. So um, I don't know. I think you guys. I don't know.
1: I I think there's more to it than what we, we could. We get so caught up in the film, like all oh, the action, the terrorists, the other things. But I think at the, the heart of this story is really him and his relationship with his wife. Because when he rom <laughs> but it's like when he comes out to L.A., you know, things are are, are a little tense. They're rocky. They're you know things yeah. aren't looking well. And you know you see him arguing at the beginning, even though like the wife's like, you know, I'd like to have you back, but then he's you know kind of an immature and, and stupid. But like, you know, throughout the film, you kind of see him like he seems like he's glaring at every other woman that comes through because he's like, well, my marriage is on the rocks. This probably isn't going to work out. But then by the end of it and kind of things he's realized, because I think the scene that impacts me most is that scene where he's talking to Carl. And, you know, he's this is right after his feet have been, like, teared to shreds by running through the glass. He's like, you know, I've said to my wife, like, a she's heard me say a thousand times that I I love you, but she's never heard me once say that I'm sorry. Mm. And kind of like... Something that I saw pointed out is like, he like, throughout this point in the film, he's always called her Holly McLean Like, she's still my wife. But after that moment where he's like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it to Sam, sorry. He only calls her Holly Gennaro. Like, when he's running up to the roof, he's like, where's Holly Gennaro? And then he afterwards, when he introduces uh-huh. uh, uh, his wife, Holly, to uh, Al, the, the cop, he's like, this is my wife, Holly Gennaro. And, and she it, says, Holly McLean Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's a rom yeah, I'm just kidding, but, but it's like I think that it shows like throughout the heart of the story, he kind of realizes not only his priorities, but the the point to realize that you're wrong and that you you need to change and to be like you know it's taken extreme measures for me to realize this, and Very I'm I'm, extreme. I'm dying, but to see how like they change that relationship, I think is really important and is something that does go uh, unlooked. That's true. In, in this, well, it's like something you know. We wanted to take a step back and you know, with all the excitement, step back, see if the attraction was real. Oh, nice, but it was her idea, wasn't it? Of course it was. I was bacon. <laughs> What's that from? It's like Yeah, it's from like, psych what? That's it, Gus. He it, like he gets a, a new girl, but oh, then they're like there's yes, some adventure. Yes, and so at yes, the end yes. he's like, Yeah, we're, we're all mature, like, oh we're it's like we're just taking a step back, Wanted to make sure the attraction's real, not just made up with all the excitement. And Sean's like, Oh man, good for you, Gus. Real mature And then he's like, It was her idea, wasn't it? And Gus is like Of course it was.
0: I was bacon. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, bacon. I thought you said bacon. Oh, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. Of course it was. I was bacon. I was (laughs) was bacon. What are you talking Mm. about? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. So I guess more final question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. The music. I didn't realize that's the first time we watched it, but I noticed it this time. The music is Christmas music. It's just very ominous. Christmas they they play the theme of its ode to joy I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure throughout <laughs> like it's very subtle in the background several times throughout the film is it is it ominous though like yeah so, so would... like you can tell it's there but it's kind of like because I like, don't know if ominous good. is the right word. Know it's, well, not, it's, 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 it's dark the, like a, a dark version to be like oh like, it's Christmas okay but, Okay, okay. Well, I, I think it's Black, black fits Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Fits okay. that's
0: Black Christmas. No, it's like more quite. like minor, like minor. <laughs> well, well, it's no,
1: minor. no, it's the same thing. But
0: in the background, they have this like kind of. Okay, maybe maybe, Nolan. maybe a little ominous. Yeah. Then I just I didn't really pay attention to it as much. I just noticed that there was Christmas themed music throughout, and I think that definitely, I don't know, definitely means it's a Christmas. If if, <laughs> if they didn't <laughs> want it to be a Christmas, uh. Movie, they would be like, "Hey, we're we're not focusing on all all the theme music." So mm-hmm. I mean, it also takes place on Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah come on, and yeah. they end with let it snow. Yes, <laughs> but also a big
1: point that I saw someone pointed out was, you know, at the end he has you know the great scene where he duct tapes the the gun to his back, yes. and then <laughs> that, that's when he shoots Hans and the other guy. <laughs> but you know, the the tape that he uses to tape it to his back is Christmas style tape, and the reason that card is in there is it's because it's around Christmas time and it's for you know packaging for the company. Yeah. And it's if he doesn't old, have that tape air, you can't pull off that
0: move and kill Hans you know, and the other dude. That's right. Yeah, and you also of-
1: can't write ho 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 and put a Christmas hat on the first guy that he killed.
0: Yeah. I mean there's yeah, there's so many things that things point to it's a Christmas movie. It's a
1: Christmas movie. Top hmm. I think it's like the top third most watched uh movie during the Christmas season every year. Well it's you can't really watch a Christmas movie. Not during December. like. Nah, nah, but Die Hard, you think, is like, oh, I can watch this anytime because it's an action. But you don't. You watch it during Christmas because it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's. I think that's our thoughts for this, unless you guys have anything, anything well, else to add.
0: I think that capped it off pretty well. <laughs> I like that.
1: Okay, what's the ratings? Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'm <laughs> <really>? <laughs> <laughs> Nays, names, I'll go first. I'll, TJ, I'll start. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, I said you want to go first. Yeah, you? I oh. did say that. One. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Ooh, like it is. Is that the first nine? Uh, no, or did you give see. it ten? I gave ten to Inception. I think, or at least a nine point five. A half. Um, it's a fantastic movie. It like I am engaged. It's like two hours, but you're engaged the entire time. It's funny. It's enjoyable, and it's an eighties flick. Like I love. Seen those '80s shots and that cinematography, it takes me back to the yeah. Star Wars. You got 74 cent gas yeah, in like, California, yeah. baby. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. And so, um very oh, back to the future vibes. That's what I also get
0: because of the '80s. Um, so great movie, and they just do so much well. Nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm giving it. I won't give it that that high for me. I'm giving it though. I, I mean, where's the conversion rate? I guess to mine and TJ's reviews. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a. Uh, uh, I'm giving it two two thumbs up and, and a partial thumb on fire here. Well, only
1: <laughs> partial, not full thumb on <laughs> no, fire. Yeah,
0: yeah, just like the tip. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> a little may, bit may, of smoke, mm, little spark. No, maybe like the bottom of the my thumb on fire here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> just get in that hair right there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yes, I I don't know if I was as engaged as as maybe TJ was while I was as you know watching watching the film. There's a couple parts where it was a little slower moving for me. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, this part's a little bit too outrageous for me, um, though. Uh, I I still am, am th- in entertained for for the majority of the film. It's it's very funny. Uh, I love Bruce Willis and and Alan Rickman, uh, killing it in their roles. Uh, I love the the Christmas feel, the the music, obviously. Um, and so yeah, I'll I'll be giving it the uh, the two thumbs up. Uh, with a with a partial thumb on fire. <laughs> yeah, because we forgot to
1: mention this launched the career of both Bruce Willis it and did. Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. And it so it begins. Yeah, but for for me, I would say you don't have to see it, but you should to see this. It's a, it's a great time. Like it's just it's it's super fun to sit down you laugh a little, you you tense up a little bit, you know. You get to see great characters, great humor. It's just like I don't know. It's it's a fun. It's like a fun action romp. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a rom com. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a fun and, action romp that i don't know you just sit down and you just you have
0: a good time yeah you, and you like, do have a good time and you get to see bruce willis with hair and you get to see severus name before he was severus that's true mm-hmm. so, everything yeah. you could want <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah that's it for
1: this episode let's uh let's play the quote again let's do it
0: but life isn't fair your blessed father knew that in fact he frequently sought my
1: All right. My- that's uh, the the quote again for this week. We're going to reveal at the at the beginning of the next podcast. But if you want a chance to be uh, good to get a shout out on our podcast, follow us on social media at quotes and stuff pod at Twitter and Instagram. You know, if you want to guess the quote, you know, hit us up on there with, with a DM. You get it right. You get a shout out. If you want to send in an email with suggestions, reviews or anything we can do better. That's at quote. That's quotes and stuff at Gmail dot com. Thank you guys for listening. We always appreciate it.